Today, we're going to be talking to Lindsey Graham. The senator? Not the senator. We don't oh. let rhinos on this show. Uh, welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all Get you have along. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, leave the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves not the rhino we don't bring rhinos on this show we got Lindsey graham the patriot barbie now you've probably heard her you've probably heard her podcast you've seen Mm -hmm. her online and if you don't know where you've heard of her i'll tell you where you heard of her you heard of her when she took oregon on right oregon shut her salon down back during the pandemic told her hey look hairdressers you can go to walmart everybody can walk around and buy eggs together but you Mm -hmm. can't get your hair done right Lindsey said nah I'm going to tell you, she didn't even even have Nancy Pelosi walking through there, right? No. No? (laughs) Listen, man, she just opened right up, bro. So anyway, man, Lindsay, we are honored to have you here. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm honored to be here. You guys, when you had your intro, you said it's not socialism that's going to kill us. It's not something else-ism. I thought you were going to say it was going to be liberalism. <laughs> I was like, it could be liberalism. Oh, it's it a slow, be, it's I a think slow liberalism death. is going to kill us. It's listen, it's, I, I stand behind it. It's apathy. It's going to kill us. Right. I mean, it's, it's yeah. people that aren't even, that don't even that right now, the liberalism might not be affecting their households. So they're like, eh, you know, it's eh, whatever. That's we what's going to kill soft. us. That's what we, we are too soft, We're way too soft. Yep. Um, so anyway, well, not us, everyone not, else. Yeah, not me, you and Dan. <laughs> We're not, not, me, We're not me and you, me, you and Dan. So yeah, I, I figure that I'll be president. You can be my vice president. We'll make Dan the secretary of state because I he, love it. You know. I love how downgraded Dan just got. Well, like, he likes to wear dresses me for five minutes, and he's so. like, "Oh, you're treasurer." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can be my bad you're, boy. It happens to me every episode, Lindsay. <laughs> Dan's kind of our stick. You, you know? you're in charge of HUD. I can't even be secretary of treasury. Dan, go fetch me some grapes and green and not red. Exactly. Chilled. Well, I think we already talked about this, right? I mean, we're pretty sure Lindsay likes white grapes. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow. No. Hold on. Dude, someone is going to clip that (laughs) tiny thing where you called, said I liked white grapes and make it racist. Oh, well. Well, I'm just saying me and Dan, we we like multicolored. Why can't I like the darker grapes? We like multicolored grapes on this show. (laughs) <laughs> hey, cheers. Cheers to us. this is escalating quickly all so, just listen. because you don't like my whiskey <laughs> i'm going to give you one chance to correct that okay. statement okay. because listen our listeners are it. whiskey drinkers okay we know whiskey when we see it all right okay here's my official statement and if you don't agree Oh, here we go. You're a bigot. Oh, shit. You're a bigot, Jim. This hey. glass of white wine identifies as whiskey. Oh, it's whiskey. There's whiskey. nothing, nothing it's you whiskey. can say. And don't you dare question yeah. my There's wine. Or else, or else you could be HUD secretary <laughs> and I'll be president. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. I'm not. My wine knows how it feels. I'm it's known a for a long time since it was a baby grape. Because it's about feelings. It's about feelings, not that. Shut up, winophobe. <laughs> I am a winophobe. <laughs> uh, so listen, you were just mm. you were just a salon owner, right? Minding your own business. Yeah. Minding your own business. Probably Drinking doing wine, probably, doing hair. Probably doing pretty well before the pandemic because I felt like everybody was doing pretty well before the pandemic. Sure. Indeed. Yep. Sure. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, they said, hey, do you want to catch COVID? You are not essential. Because you know where you can catch COVID? Hair salons. Salon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Me. yep. Me and my one client. Yeah. No, no. You could be. All right. You could, you could be in Walmart with a thousand no. people. I was at Home Depot. But Home Depot. A thousand people. Scratching yep. butts. Yeah. You know how dirty the people of Walmart are? <laughs> Have you ever seen the videos? Yes. I'm just saying. I go to Walmart, but. Dude, that's Listen, the most unsanitary place. I am My salon not, was super clean. I am not about wearing masks, right? I don't mm-hmm. think they work. I don't think there's any reason for the government to mandate us wearing masks. You are correct. I wear a mask when I go to Walmart. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so that's all I I'm saying. I did not see that coming. That's all I'm saying. Just Walmart. Oh, my God. So anyway, so you're, hey, life's good. Life's then, good. Life's good now, yeah. I, I would well, like no. to paint. I would like to what? I mean, back then, life's good. Oh, yeah. And all yeah, of a sudden, all of a sudden, one day in March. Yep, March 23rd, which in two days, we're wow. coming up on the anniversary of the shutdown. I would like to paint your listeners slash viewers a picture. Okay. I wasn't just a hairstylist. I had been a hairstylist for 15 years. I'd expanded my salon three times. This was the final location. It was 5,000 square feet. Mm. It was all window front in downtown Salem. I spent $100,000 renovating it and signed a five-year lease one year prior to lockdowns. My husband and I purchased four tanning salon franchises. We purchased them all and had them running. Then in, uh, let's see, November of the year before, he went in with a partner and they built a... 25,000 square foot gym in Woodburn and opened it in January and it got closed in March. We had just built a custom home on property and moved into it two years prior. I bought a brand new SUV because I just had a brand new baby who was six weeks, two weeks old when they locked us down. And we'd spent our whole life, mar- our married life, saving for a boat and said, like, when we have kids, we want to be a boat family. We had just bought a boat. So, like, here we are, 2020. Mm-hmm. I had opened my own hair extension company, and I was selling it online, selling it locally. My salon had 25 stylists. I was maxed out. I couldn't, I didn't have any more room. I was at the peak, peak, peak of my career, making $200,000 a year doing hair. Then we had the tanning salons, then we had the gym, and then we had all our money invested into our new right. home, our boat, and our businesses. All, all your hard work finally paying off. Bro, every Hold single on. business they owned was on the the short list of being shut down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if you could justify getting your hair done, you couldn't justify going tanning, like, no matter what. Look, they shut down barber shops. I My barber uh, was, he uh, he risked his license. And was cutting people's hair in his garage because nobody was cutting hair. Mm -hmm. You couldn't, I mean, we were going to be hippies, you know? So yeah, I, uh, for non-essential, that's great. That's rich. Well, and you know what? It's, it's less about like, I specialized in color and hair extensions. And I continued to say to all these insane leftists who are like, you're going to kill people. It's not about her hair. It's not about her needing to get her hair done. This is about me. I need to do her hair because I need her money because I need to feed my kids. So it's not about, oh, we're so high maintenance during lockdowns. We need to get our hair done. I was like, no, I just need to work. Well, and who, if she wants so to get her hair done. You were in Oregon, right? At that time? Yes. Or yeah, yeah at that time, because now yeah. you're, you're living in a freer state. Um, right. So you were in Oregon. Where were you in Oregon? Salem. 
about our um, south of Portland. Ugh, God. Yeah. Oh, dude. Ugh. Ugh. It's like, it God. is Oregon in a nutshell right now. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drugs so are legal. your problem when they lock it down, was your problem the, the county health or was it, or, or was it the federal mandates? What, what was your problem when they locked down? Who did you have your, your initial beef with? Ew, uh, everybody. So, well, when I locked, I actually did lock down for the two weeks to flatten the curve. And Listen, then she's like, wanna, maybe next week. I want to touch on that because I did the same thing, right? Yeah. We all did the same well, thing. Right. We, we all every, said, hey, yeah. look, this, we were watching the videos coming out of China where people were falling dead in the street and two guys in hazmat suits would come out and pick them up. My and then, gosh. And, and they were, they had bulldozers and they were blocking highways, right? So nobody can get in, nobody can get out. And now mm. it's here. So everybody's yeah. like, well, you know what? We trust the CDC. The Same CDC, exactly. they are the ones. If yep. they're saying this is bad, we trust them. So That's we right. did our 15 days to yep. flatten the curve. We did yep. it. And within Which turned those, into 20, 25. I'll tell you, though, within those 15 days, I think most normal thinking Americans started saying, hold mm-hmm. on a second. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I don't know anybody that dropped dead in the street from this. In Correct. fact, I don't There's know anybody no sick. Right. Yep. Right. So I actually told my girls, I'm like, look, we've done, we've, we've done our part. We've done the flatten yep. the curve. It's yep. time to start going out and living life as normal. Yep. So exactly. basically that that's what you did, right? You said, Hey, yes. we've done our time. Yep. We did our time and it was, so it was a six week mark. And what's crazy to me is even just hearing myself say that, that we all did two weeks, but then we all did three, four, five mm. at six weeks. I opened up. And I don't know if it was just like Oregon, but at that time it was not on the news that anyone was opening up. Like everyone was still staying shut down. People were privately opening up. People were sneaking. Like I was speakeasy doing hair, of course, behind yeah. like closed doors at you my know, house. Well, no, like, I, know, I know you'd people, go up there to get yeah. your hair and she's like, yeah. I know people who did that. And what's and the password? I, yeah, exactly. I know, I know people who did that and still do it like that now because they're like, why the hell was I even paying rent? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, here, here's fair. here is something that I thought of as this was all happening, and, and eventually I'll get to answer your question. Getting to answer your question, but like during this time when I was being threatened, we're going to take your license, we're going to do this, we're going to take your business license, we're going to kick you out of your building. I was like, go ahead. Like my clients love me, and I do a good job. They will come to my house and they will pay, and then I won't have to pay for my license, and I won't have to pay for my rent, and I won't have to pay the state. To do something that but, her and I both agree we can but do. But Lindsay, it, we're I, from the government. We're here to help, right? right. Listen, Trust you us. can't you can't do hair without a license. Only the government knows the right way to do hair. If That's you don't right. have a license, you're going to go to jail mm-hmm. yeah. and pay that um, re- pay that renewal fee. If you want to do hair in Walmart, you may because <laughs> that can be open. Yeah, pay that renewal fee. That's I started getting all really independent, thinking like. Why do I even pay to have a life? Who says you get to tell me and her that we can do business together? What if we just want to do business together? Mm -hmm. She trusts me that I can do her hair. I trust Mm -hmm. her to take her money and do her hair. We don't need you. Go see yourself out. And you guys have had this partnership for 20 years, probably. There's some people you've been doing their hair for a long time. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Lindsay, government is here to help, right? We're from the government. Mm -hmm. We're here to help. That's their words. You cannot... Do hair in your garage. You have to have a license. You got to have a license to be able to do hair. If you don't have a license, we're going to put you in jail. 
right? That's what they're going to say. So trust us. It's for your own good, for your own good, for your own good. Govern me harder, daddy. (laughs) I have never in my life said that. I'm very proud. (laughs) I don't believe that's true. Looking at your tattoos, looking at your Patriot Barbie stuff behind you, your freedom square. Maybe it wasn't govern. It was something else. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Give me another shut up. I'm sorry. The whiskey's kicking in. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, the whiskey. I'm no Some strong I'm no whiskey. Wine, let me I'm no tell winophobe. You. <laughs> let me see that glass real quick, Dan. Are you drinking that? Just oh fuck. All right, go ahead. Actually, so, wine tastes really good with the whiskey cube in it. The ball, whiskey ball. We're okay, gonna do sorry. another show. We're gonna do another show. When you go out to Freedom Square, we're showing up with our our best, our select. You know, you know, it would be a fantastic show. Is making me drink whiskey on air and my face. Okay. When are you going to be in Chicago? I don't know. Let's, let's talk to the crew. Let's set figure it, it out. Up. Let's set talk it up. To talk oh to the boys. Yeah. Let's shoot some guns, some cars in half and drink whiskey. Oh, Brian Lankowitz, do you listen to Columbia war machine? Patriot Barbie wants to come out to your place. Shoot a car. I have in half. my own custom Patriot Barbie AR I could bring to do this. Mm. So you're not shooting a car in half of the AR. <laughs> we don't have the time. We don't There'd have the SD card. We don't have. Yeah, that would be that would be a month worth of shooting. My right? finger. We have to modify. It. We'd have to modify it to full auto. I've talked to my dad. Jesus. We don't even have the rounds, dude. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, so anyway. so COVID ends. Kinda. Right, because so COVID we'll think about, wait, like, did we'll, COVID end? I well, think there's still an no, emergency. It's still going on. Yeah. People are still dying in the streets. Just I just passed a, a guy today. I passed a guy today driving down 57. Only guy in the car, mask. mask Swear on. to God, I was uh, I was considered uh, an employee that needed to be on the road, and they gave me a piece of paper that said I could travel in between checkpoints because I worked for a power plant at the time. And I was able to do it. You were uh, uh, officer of the law. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we never once checked people's papers. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, I never once did I stop him. I'm like, your papers, please. They went as far. You look a little sick to me. They went you as have far. COVID? No. They went as far as to give us it's those swap. papers in case it got to that point. You well, know? see, and it could have because crazy. the madness. Yes, the madness was to that point, though. Mm-hmm. The madness it was. was to I that remember. Point. I remember when I was going and doing sneaky speakeasy hair before I reopened and nobody was out on the road. If you don't, if you don't name your salon sneaky speakeasy hair, I swear <laughs> to God, I will make it my life mission to destroy you on Yelp. I swear <laughs> to God, I will oh Yelp God. the SS shit. Hair. It'll look like a ship. We'll call it the SS hair. Sneaky oh my rails. We'll have a communism flag flying. Hey, hey, Dan, you got a joke for <laughs> Tell her your joke. Which Hello, one? you have a dad joke? No, the, the communism oh, joke. Oh, yeah. How did we know that communism was doomed from the start? All the, all the red flags. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> stupidest joke I ever heard. All right, sorry. That is pretty good. <laughs> all the red flags. So sneaky speakeasy. This this podcast is gonna be all tangents. Speaky <laughs> speak, sneaky speakeasy here. Yep. Out on the road, no one's driving. And I actually remember thinking, oh my gosh, what if I got pulled over? What would I say? Because I couldn't say that I was gonna go do hair. Right. Um, I would say that I was gonna go to the grocery store. Okay, but why did I go to a grocery store past my town and go all the way to Salem? It was like I was trying to rehearse my excuse for a police officer in case I got pulled over. How crazy is that? 
to live in an America where you think I better have an answer for where I'm going. Yeah. Mm. For real. That's I mean, that's, communism. that's where we were. That's where we were getting to with this. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And luckily, I mean, Oregon's probably a little different, right? I mean, I think a lot of the conservative states were probably a little more lenient. I know that we yeah. here in Ohio never once and, and our chief to his credit said, look, this isn't a law. We are not enforcing health mandates, right? If somebody calls us and they say, Hey, this guy's not wearing a mask. That ain't our problem, right? If the health department wants to go down there and shut somebody down, we'll keep the peace, but we're not going in there to shut anybody down. So so good. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were fortunate in that. Um, And we didn't see a lot of it. Now I do have a very good friend who owns a family restaurant and man, they shut down forever. I'm surprised he made it through it. No um, kidding. I don't know how you do. I don't know how I don't know how anyone survived. Well, through I think it. eventually I really they started they started cooking in their kitchen and then having you come pick it up and then they'd run it out to you and like hand it to you really fast. Oh <laughs> With their mask on. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean uh, that's you had so many people that were it, it's not even that they believed in what was happening. They were afraid of the government. Mm -hmm. They were afraid of the government was ruling by fear at that point. Yep. Absolutely. And it was just the local government, right? It wasn't even the federal. It was the local health departments that said, we're going to pull your license. If you open up. Yep. If you don't put a piece of plexiglass between the booths, because that's going to save everybody. We're going to pull your license. Certainly does not travel. No, no, no. It stops right there. Right. It just stops at the plexiglass. Yep. So, all right. So you defy. I defied. You finally said, look, enough. Yep. And there's only two stories I remember from this. I remember yours, and I remember the gym owner. Ian Smith. Yep. Yep. Was he in Jersey? He was in Jersey. Jersey. Yep. Yep. Those are the only two stories I remember from this, which is sad. Because the government radicalized against specifically, so Shelly Luther was probably the first. She was a salon owner in Texas. Shelly, myself, and Ian the government radicalized against us because we were the first. And so they wanted to make examples out of us. They didn't want anyone else to be empowered or emboldened to defy. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they sent, um, Oregon health authority who threatened to issue me $50,000 a day citations, classy misdemeanor, um, the loss of my business license, the city of Salem threatened to kick me out of my building uh, the Oregon, uh, or, so OSHA, Oregon Safety and Hazard Association, um, fined me $14,000. They threatened me with 70000 but mm. I don't know why they didn't give me the full seventy. They gave me fourteen. dollars um, And I was told, oh, the or- Oregon Health Authority also, um, or the, the business license where you get your hair, said they were going to revoke my, my hair license if I continue to work. And then the state said they were going to revoke my business license if I continue to work. And then child protective services came to my Ooh. house and yep. And an agent um, came there with a, with a completely fabricated allegation, what? interviewed my, let's see, he was six at the time. My six year old son um, looked in the diaper of my eight week old baby Ranger oh. and opened my toilets, opened my fridge like interviewed me privately, interviewed Trigger in his room privately without me present. Nope. Total violation of my rights. Like, and there was no, no just justification for this. So 
I mean, they tormented me. Wow. So what'd you do? I continued to call their bluff. I stayed open. You didn't cower? You didn't fall for it? No, and even they were like, guys, nothing's working. Let's let's, let's go after the kid. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Let's rip the kid's diaper off. We'll show her. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, what and they that's did. it. That is it. You're. I mean, you're joking. But what's the right. quickest way no, to get? No, a joke would be. Uh, uh, how many? I, I, I saw, how I saw did an, we know saw, communism was coming? No, I saw an advertisement for twenty dollars hair extensions, and I think that's a small price to pay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, Lindsay. Oh I I tr- oh. There is not enough whiskey in the world right now <laughs> that's for a two pay joke. So they came after the Ain't kids. Ain't no bad joke like a dad joke. What? So they came, uh, well, yeah, they came no, after the kids. But that's that's actually it, right? What's the, what's the quickest way to get a mother to comply? Oh yeah, go after her kids, man. Yeah. Yep. Nothing else. They're she doesn't like, care about anything want, else. Whatever you want. Yep. Nope. Oh, they did all those other hold, threats. I hold listed your kids came at gunpoint. Mm. Yeah, those other threats came first, and I still would not back down. So, um, to be honest, when they when they handed me the paperwork, which was basically like, "Hey, what happens if we take your kids away?" Um, I lost it and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I cannot do this. I don't care how many people in America are counting on me or, or whatever that this, I can't lose my kids. So, um, the only thing that kept me from closing was I talked to an attorney. I talked to some CPS professionals and they were like, no, this is illegal. Like you can totally sue them for this. Um, let's blast them on the media this is just government overreach at, like at its worst. So I did a press conference outside my salon on the 15th of May and blew them up. And that's when my story just went like global viral. Like, hey, you defy lockdowns. They're going to come to threaten to take your kids. And I think that's really what woke people up is like, okay, this is this has gone a little too far. <laughs> Dude. This story is so much worse than I thought it was. I had no idea about all I know. this. I was hoping it was going to take yeah. like five minutes of the show. We can move on. Yeah, and yeah. Get to and she's like, oh, I'm you know sorry, what? It's so juicy. Yeah, yeah she's crazy. like, ah, oh, they, they closed me. I refused to close. And they're like, ah, oh, what can you do? No, no. So now you got a $14,000 outstanding bill in my mind. You got five years, of, you got five years of rent due. Still? Uh, you haven't paid it? Uh, no, they're they're actually they sent me to collections for eighty thousand dollars on my salon that is that had to close. I did have to close, and we can get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now they're trying to send me to collections for that for eighty thousand uh, dollars. You think all the, for all the money they spent in the COVID relief bill, they would have they would have cut you a check, right? <laughs> yeah. How about how about reparations, people? Whoa. Yeah, for real. Seriously, not joking. Yeah, how about I mean, look. There are more cities than not now that are saying, all right, look, we may have been wrong. Not Salem, though. No. Oh, goodness. Well, no. probably they're not. They're still masking up up there. Probably. Yeah. Well, I believe that. Oregon. Yeah. Seattle. I bet they're still masking up. All the they're liberals. still shaming people that don't mask up up there. Oh, oh, that's bad. I may want to fly up there. Yeah. Just so you can wear your shirts? Just so I can wear my Wokeness Breeze Weakness shirt from Patriot. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. You might trip over a homeless body there. <sighs> Stepping a bunch of homeless shit on the side of the road. Yeah, it's getting bad. But uh, tough, all right, tough times. All right, so so now, you, well, you oh, here we are. COVID's still here. Right? Still here. Still there because we went. We went I'm, a whole freaking. Clearly, year. I died. Whole year. Yeah, yeah. Look at me. Yeah. I died of COVID, and all my clients died of COVID. Sorry. Good thing. Sorry about your death. Sorry, it's okay. What I'll, uh, I'll survive? Oh, oh, so, what? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> 
I forgot. Did you hear my dad joke? I'm a, oh no, what was it? Oh, you guys. We missed you have to it. tell it again. It's not funny. You said you said <laughs> sorry about your death, and I go, it's okay, I'll survive. Uh, oh, I did hear it. It went right over my head. Oh no, that's actually. You know what? You know why it went over my head? Because it was funny. And well, it wasn't a dad, yes, dad joke. Yeah, because I'm used to Dan style of humor. So when yeah. actual humor hits we me, we have to groan. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even. Well, I don't even hear it. When actual humor oh. just flies right over my head. <laughs> the bar is so low for humor in this room right now. <laughs> so, no, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, Thank well, you. Dan, take notes. Write that down. Write it down. Okay. Write it down. How to be funny by the Patriot Barbie. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. So, yeah. so now where are we? I, I, where are we in the story? Where, where so, Oh, you want to hear how I, ha- you trust me, you want to hear how I ultimately had to close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I fought government and called their bluff. And aside from the $14,000 citation and the $80,000 they're trying to collect, they didn't make good on any of their other threats. They didn't take my license, close me down, kick me out of the building, class teams, none of that happened. I called their bluff and I was right. They could not do those things. they didn't have the right to? Correct. Oh! Imagine that. But the rights in... Somebody did their homework. The rights in right-thinking states versus the rights in Oregon are different, I think. Okay. I think. Right. Right. I don't think I don't think you have the same rights in Oregon or in San Francisco. I don't think you have the same rights, Dan. You have no rights in Oregon if you're a conservative. <clears throat> Only if you are BLM or Antifa. I believe that. I do. Or have blue hair. Or are Kate Brown. Or so, identify as as having rights. Whiskey. You, that's what you should have done. You should have identified as somebody having rights. Then they can't say <laughs> that, anything. The identifying movement hadn't hadn't started yet. Ugh. That was that was we were far from there. We, you this, know what we should have done. It wasn't even a blurb on our radar yet. We heard about this. We should have gone and done an occupy. What is it? What's this? Oh, what's the new salon name? We're gonna call it Speakeasy oh, Sketchy oh, Hair or something. Sneaky Speakeasy. Oh, Sneaky Speakeasy. Sneaky Speakeasy. We should have done the occupy Sneaky Speakeasy. Movement. I gotta write that down so we can call the, the episode <laughs> the Sneaky Speakeasy. Oh, that's that is <laughs> gonna be should. the title, the Sneaky Speakeasy Salon. It's <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right, so you close down. How do you close down? Why do you close down? All right, down? so I had fought the government. Yep. I would I would call it a win. They could not close me back down. Um, was reopened. <clears throat> I'd already lost the majority of my stylists to basically like they couldn't withstand the pressure that the media was putting on us. Um, yeah. So I had about half my salon left, and the George Floyd George Floyd riots started. Mm. And I had inadvertently made myself accidentally a conservative voice. I really was not even political at this point. Or, Except you know, for the I, giant I had American my, flag in your window. I, I, <laughs> dude, I put my war paint on after this. Except I was not, I did not label myself a conservative. She has an American flag and a Gatson flag flying above her front door. <laughs> Don't tread on me. <laughs> Don't tread on me, bitches. Oh my God. Uh, sorry, continue. Uh, yeah, I'm um, sorry. We were talking amongst ourselves. That's okay. Um, it, it sounded fun. <laughs> I was just over here waiting, waiting for my turn. I mean, I am the guest here, but Carry yeah, on. I need more. Are you, are you done? Uh, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so I fought the George the law. Floyd riots started. Yeah, you said I fought the law, and, the, and you won. You beat. And, uh, you, you beat yeah, George Floyd started. George Floyd riots started. Uh, it was posted on Facebook by somebody. Burnt, let's burn down Glamour Salon first and kick Lindsey Graham's ass. Ooh. So I went from having to fight the government, fight cancel culture. That was a legit media. post. 
This is a legit post on Facebook. Yeah. And it was, it was screenshot and sent to me over and over and over. I was at home with my baby and my kids. I went, Oh my gosh, you have got to be kidding me. So I did a call to arms and the post got shared like 25,000 times and okay. 400 Patriots showed up outside my salon that night for the peaceful protests of BLM. And it was motorcycle gangs, proud boys, three percenters, ex-police officers, law enforcement, veterans, ex-military, all lined up in downtown Salem armed to protect the businesses from rioting. And there I am with my AR and my walkie talkie, like sending guys to different stores going, Hey, the candy shop says that they're out of town. They need people to protect their business. Will you guys go down? Yeah. Yeah. So we just spread out. They were up on the parkade. It was crazy. It was so like military ops, like once in a lifetime experience. Holy shit. But those and, were American people that said, yep. no fam, you're not doing this to my town. I wish we would have done right. it in Cleveland. In liberal Oregon too where they did this, where they did this in, in downtown liberal Salem, Oregon. Yeah. Cause those people that do that, they, they got a lot of balls when there's no, there, when there's no pushback. That's right. Oh yeah. No, for yep. sure. You know and, what? And um, I, I feel like Oregon's probably like California, right? I mean, yeah. th there's, there's the liberal parts, but for the most part, most of the land mass is yes. probably conservative. Yes, you are correct. Yep. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So those, those people were happy to take up arms and come mm -hmm. protect. So the, uh, I think it was the chief of police the next day said, I, I can never say this on record, but if you hadn't done that, Salem would look a lot like Portland, which Portland burned for like a year and a half. Oh yeah. For, for George Floyd probably still is. But so then I got really cancel cultured. I got put on a list of white nationalist businesses to avoid. Uh, I was called a white supremacist and a racist, of course, every minute of every day on every business page. Your pink AR-15. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that didn't help matters. <laughs> um, and a petition was started in my community to remove my business license because I was a threat to the community. Um, Eighty-five thousand people signed it. Wow. Um, yeah, cancel culture, death threats. Um, You're a threat to the community because you stopped the community from burning down your business? Yes. Correct. Uh, yeah. Make it make sense. Uh. Isn't th but, you know, there was people that were emailing me and going, thank you for what you did. We believe in you. Stay strong. I mean, but it just, the, the did, cancel culture voice is so loud. Did you respond with, um, I have an opening Thursday at 5 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> Please exactly. just come let me do your hair. Exactly. I don't uh, need support. I need you to fill this calendar up. <laughs> right, yes, right. pretty much. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Well, no, listen, I'd no, rather... I, thoughts I, and cash. <laughs> yeah, Visa MasterCard. <laughs> Prayers and payment, please. Exactly. Prayers and payment. Prayers and payment. I'm that one down, too. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a sign on my boat that says, this boat doesn't run on thanks. Same thing. Oh, so good. So true. Oh. It doesn't? I, was <laughs> I would take people out on Lake Erie. We'd go out 10 miles, what? fish, and be out there all day. We'd come back. They're like, hey, thanks, man. I'm like, you know, 96-gallon tank empty. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I'll take all your fish as payment. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Peter and John. Dicks. All right. So anyway, sorry, we digress again. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I lost my businesses. Got canceled. How long did you stay in Oregon before you moved down to the free state of Arizona? So I reopened in May, June, July, August. We were living in Arizona by September. That's how quickly it wow. fell apart. Wow. Yeah. 
So yep. husband sold the gym. Uh, sold the gym to the partner, yeah. The new house. The sold the house. Tanning salons, everything. Sold them just all. Just liquidated Clo- everything. We had to close my salon. I couldn't even sell my salon. We just had to eat all of that right. loss, all the renovations, all the... Did your husband at least squeak by? Did they they put two and two together with the gym and the tanning salons yes. and everything? Yes. Oh, they very knew quickly. Yeah. Yep. They were calling the gym and canceling their memberships and saying, "I don't want to work out at a gym where the owner is a white supremacist." So the it, government came to your aid, though, no doubt, right? Because of this hate crime that was perpetrated against you. So the oh, government came to help you, and what did they do? Yes, absolutely. They um, they sat there and laughed and clapped. Yeah, I was very helpful, supportive. So now what? No, what? What are you doing now? How, I mean, besides but, Patriot Bar. But how freaking ironic is it that you were at 195 Liberty Street? I know. <laughs> that was the name of the street that her salon I, was I, on. My salon was on Liberty Street. That, Who does yeah. Salem think they are even having a Liberty Street? <laughs> no kidding. These sons of bitches. I am, we, need to, we need to petition. We need to petition Salem to change the name of that street. That's what that's we need right. to do. Well, there was Call a, it Communist Street. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not the day that you guys all protected it. That's right. I, mean, that's I, bet you, I bet you that's the most liberty it's ever been over there. Yeah. That is so true. Yep. Wow, that hurt my heart a little bit when I just liberty found that Street. out. God dang it. You know what's a shame, too, is Oregon used to be so beautiful. I mean, it still is, but you don't go there anymore. It's just like California. You know? Yeah. My daughter, she had this big infatuation with L.A., never been there. Well, I took her for her 15th birthday. This is years and years ago, and we had a great time. Uh, we went down to Venice Beach, had a great time. And now it is just a third world country mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, th- what they have done to that state, which I assume in Seattle, I, I grew up, well, didn't grow up uh, for three or four years. I lived in Seattle growing up and it was beautiful. Downtown was beautiful. You felt safe going down there. And now yeah. third world country. And I, I would guess Portland's probably the same way. Yeah, I don't know how the businesses survive, really. Like, if well, they're not. If tourists don't come and if the people don't even come because they know it's unsafe. They're not. Even, Where, who yeah. did I just see leaving there? Um, God, major. It was a major outlet. Was it Walmart, maybe, that was leaving? They were the last Walmart there? One of them. I don't know. Businesses are leaving left oh, and right. I, I just saw Right. I think there was a Walmart. I think it was the there, last yeah. Walmart that was in the area. And they're like, look, we can't handle, we can't handle the theft anymore. Cops aren't Gosh. doing anything. People are just walking out with our product. We're just closing. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, and and what's crazy to me is that these people don't wake up. These people keep voting in the same people. They keep voting in the same policies and their communities are just destroyed. I don't understand it. I, and the reasoning, I get that we vote for people because maybe like we lean more, more importance on one particular subject. And like, this one's a little bit more flexible, but how is it that you would rather vote for someone that allows drugs to be legalized on the streets and we're and, not talking weed. But but they're not a racist, so... We're like, not talking I, weed. We're no, talking heroin. Heroin. They're, talking, they're literally shooting up on the sidewalks in Oregon Right. Jesus. And right. overdosing on the sidewalks. But you know what? If you take your child, they will probably see someone overdose and die on the sidewalk. But you know what? Their pronouns are Z, them. That's so, right. As long as you respect my pronouns, then right. that's what matters. Well, you know, listen, we can't, we can't vote against him because he's transgender. We can't vote mm-hmm. against them or else we're, we're bigot. bigots. Right. That's right. That's exactly. And, you know, we joke, but that's what's happening now. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. You look at the Biden administration right now, right? You got this 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 dude with the, the, the bright red lipstick and the bald head who's stealing luggage in, in airports. But you can't say anything about that 
because oh, now so you're transphobic, right? That's right. You're a bigot. Yeah. You can't call his administration out for anything they're doing. There is nobody on that administration that's qualified. Name one person. Yep. One person. Yeah. From the vice president, from the president, from the president down. Name and, one person. And, and the more they get away with it without consequences, the more they're like, well, this is just what we do. It's well, just like yeah. when, they, when, when crimes happen in places where they know they're not going to get arrested. Yep. But we've spent the first half of this episode in a dark, dark place. I, I want to go to a happy. I, I want to turn it around and talk about what we're doing now. I want to talk about Freedom Square. Well, <laughs> you know what I want to talk about too is the reinvention, the Patriot Barbie man. I mean oh, that's yeah. so. Actually, them trying to destroy you has made you stronger. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they created their own nemesis. So, a leftist took my picture when I was getting cancel cultured in Oregon and made a meme out of my face that said, I don't always play the Patriot Barbie, but what I do, I kill people's grandmas and steal their money. And I was like, huh. Patriot, uh, the Patriot, Patriot Barbie, Barbie it is. is supposed to be an insult. All right. Well, no, it's mine. I'll take it. So it's I changed it's mine now. all my social media to say Patriot Barbie. Nice. Nice. Really? That's I didn't, it. That's how, that's I how you missed that story. I knew that and it story. was born. That was, so that was, yeah, like July probably of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved to Arizona, I tried to do different things with my life, tried to do hair again, could not find the the spirit or the tenacity to, to start all over in my life. And I really felt God telling me like, you are on a movement and you just need to stick to it. Oh, I was shutting doors, listen, shutting doors, shutting doors. I know your faith is strong. Um, and we were, we were going to talk about this, uh, but yeah, I mean, there had to come a point where, where God came to you and said, look, you ain't no hairdresser, right? Mm -hmm. We, I, I yeah, got, Patriot I got, Barbie. I got bigger plans, right? That's right. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. And now the voice that you have, the podcast, which is the Patriot Barbie podcast, mm -hmm. correct? Um, yep. I mean, you're out there changing, changing hearts and minds now. Instead of changing hair color. Well, but that's important it. too. Oh, leave the jokes to me, Chief. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. it wasn't a joke. It was the truth. Yeah, it is. That, that is the truth. That is the truth. I, I, I would take joke. what you're doing now over changing hair color any day. It was Seriously, good, it was yeah. a good joke. Yep. Uh, that one went over your head too because it was good. <laughs> which it I think that that funny. makes it even more beautiful. Like, I told you how wonderful my life was in Oregon and how much money I was making and how successful we were. And then to fast forward three years and I'm like, ah, I'm making a little bit of money, but I am doing something incredible and I'm so much more happy and purposed. And I would never go back to Oregon and undo anything and go back to that life. Never. It's never. I don't know, man. I mean, that's what you're doing is 90%. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm getting this stat from, but 90% of the people out there, this would have happened to would have rolled over. They would have mm -hmm. just said, you know what? I mean, my, my entire life is destroyed, right? Yeah. I'm bankrupt, yep. whatever. Yep. My, my husband left me, you know, I'm just going to kill dog myself. Died. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. You know, my country music station won't play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, my husband got the trailer. <laughs> and I got the vid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're on, we got zoom going on. So Did according to, cough? according to the federal government, you can get <laughs> it. through she zoom. Just cough? Don't you remember that? Who, who, yeah. who was that? Biden wearing a mask when he was on a video call? Oh, it's just virtue mm. signaling. Well, I'm just saying. Mm. Wokeness, Wokeness. weakness, my friend. Mm -hmm. That's right. A little bit of patriot, uh, patriot gear here. 
<laughs> a little bit of Patriot <laughs> crew. Can we talk about your past a little bit? Yes. It's, it's a big deal. And I'll tell you what, you got more respect for me. When I heard your past, I got the amount of respect I have for you. What you did in Oregon pales in comparison. Wow. I'm serious. Pales in comparison. Look, I've been a law enforcement officer for 30 years. I have dealt with addicts. Um, and I can count on one hand how many of them actually turn their lives around. Right. Interesting. They all say they're going to turn their lives around. They either end up dying or they end up in prison. That's, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And I yeah. understand addiction and I understand the monkey that's on their back. And I understand that, that it's a power greater than them for the most part that, you know, not everybody has the resources to be able to, to stop this, but I have seen it destroy lives mm-hmm. and you suffered from addiction and not yeah. addiction from alcohol or from marijuana. Right. I mean, right. we went, we went to the hard stuff. Um, well, I went, yeah, straight to the hard stuff. I had, um, well let's, but early on, right. Were you doing it when you were 15, when you were 14? No. Were you doing it because your dad left your mom? No. Were you doing it because your, your, your uncle was sexually abusing you? No. I mean, there had to be a reason. You didn't have a perfect upbringing, did you? Was it the COVID? Yeah, pretty lo- much was, I did. Was it the COVID lockdowns? <laughs> it, was, it was not the COVID lockdowns. Although. I can't, I can't tell if you already know why I was doing it or if you're actually asking. No, me, so I like, know. I know. Right I know. But it's a great story. So, I mean, you had a normal upbringing. Yes. A great upbringing. Yes. <clears throat> yep. So this I is just, one of those cases where you can't even say, well, it was the parents' fault. They didn't oh, pay enough attention. Yeah. I am the last person that should have gotten into the things that I got into. I I think it makes my testimony even more beautiful because I am I am the apple that far fell far from the tree. I am the the person that really should never have even touched this stuff and somehow managed to just go, whatever, I'll give it a try. And like, boom, my, like my life went downhill, like instantly there was no, um, catalyst in my life that caused me to, to want to, you know, drown a sorrow. There was no, um, need, there was no drama. There it was just, I was just a, a young, dumb kid at 20 who was just like, yeah, I'll try it, whatever. Life's short. Let's have fun. This and is terrifying le- to me. Terrifying to me and fun. terrifying to every every other parent out there, right? Because yep. I have three yep. daughters. And they're yep. they're all, two of them are in their 20s, one's 15. And and that is my biggest fear. And Jim, I, my dad was a cop. Yeah, right. What? That's what I'm saying. I, I knew yeah. that. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I am involved in their lives. Mm-hmm. I love them, right? They get whatever they need from me. I That is... And every parent out there who has a normal quote unquote family, right? That you could do it all right. Mm-hmm. Everything and still is your right. Kid could be a drug addict. Yep. Yes. Yep. And not, I mean, like I said, we're not talking about a little bit of drinking in college. Mm-mm. So we're talking about a full blown six month meth addict addiction where I lost my car. I lost my house. I lost 40 pounds. Um, I was probably near hospitalization. Well, and I, you had, you had a career. I lost a career. Yep. And well, I mean, what was your career? I was a flight attendant for Southwest airlines. At how old? And I, what's that? At how old? At, at 20. Amazing. 
I mean, yeah. you have a career at 20 years old. Yep. I well was set paying. for life if I could have just kept it together. <laughs> but you, you went out and just lost your mind. I just started drinking and trying cocaine and trying marijuana and trying ecstasy. And if someone offered it, I tried it. Why not? Life is short. That was my weird mentality. Well, I had been you good. Were, you were so wrong. Long. Life, life is short, but you got to make yeah. better choices. Yeah. That. But yeah, <laughs> it's going to be real short if you get addicted to meth. Yeah. Trust me. We don't want it to be that short. Yeah. Mm. But you know, I will say this: the Bible says, "Raise your kids up in the way that they should be, and they will not depart from that." That faith is what got me out of everything I did in my twenties. That faith that my parents instilled in me at a young age to be confident in who I am and to trust in the Lord and to seek him is what eventually became the miraculous, like fall, like grab from the depth of despair. Like mm -hmm. it makes my testimony so much more powerful that I could be such a normal, decent, great, good person. And then from the year 20 to 23, do everything I could to ruin my own life and hurt myself and then have the God of the universe go, uh, uh, uh no, no, I know what you're trying to do, but I, I'm just going to go ahead and put you over here. There we go. Now carry on. I have big plans for you. I mean, it's, it's well, incredible and, to think. And the way you stopped though, the way you stopped, you didn't get arrested. Mm -mm. It wasn't court ordered, right? Nope. It wasn't an intervention. You woke In up fact, one morning. Yes. And in fact, I had started dating a man and he, he knew about my drug use and of course demanded that I quit. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll quit. And I didn't because I, I don't think God wanted him to get any kind of credit. I instead found a way to hide my drug use in a very, very, very sneaky, very, um, kind of proud of myself for being this smart, but very sneaky way I was able to continue to have a meth addiction without anyone knowing. Um, and continued like that for probably three, four months. And finally in, I was working at a coffee shop by myself, high off my butt, like manic, schizophrenic, losing my mind high. And I, I felt like cr most Christians know what this means when you say, like, I heard God tell me. He didn't, like, tell me verbally. He told my heart. He said, you're done. And I knew, I knew, even though I was living so, so far away from God, I knew it was the voice of God saying, you're done. And when you know that your creator is talking to you, you listen. And I knew that I had to obey him. And so I took, I had put meth, I was taking meth in a pill form. I'd put my crystals in pills and was just able to digest them. Ugh, so weird. God dang. I took the pills and I dumped them down the industrial sink in the coffee shop. And I turned on the water and I watched them go down. And that was it. I never used again. Did you do them? The God did, of the universe told me to quit. Did you do them in pill form? Cause you thought that like only real addicts smoked meth. I did it in pill form because I knew that my boyfriend would find my paraphernalia, mm. my pipes, my bags. I knew he would find those things. And so okay. 
the pills were put in a vitamin bottle. So it looked like I was taking vitamins. Got my probiotics. You know, yeah, I'd like to be real regular. I'd like to talk to your dad. I mean, I, I'm not, <laughs> but I would. I would only because speak as, to your father, young yeah, lady. Get your dad on the phone. I, I already know what you're going to say, Jim, because I've thought it for years and years and years. What's that? How are you trained to recognize these people and this behavior and these mm. tendencies? And how did you not see them in your own daughter? <sighs> It's, okay. It's, All right. Well, that, that's a valid point. That's yeah. not what I was thinking. Right? Though. But no, that's, oh, okay. that, that, that's a combination of being blind to it because you don't want to believe it. I think that's always sure. going to be one sure. part of it. But I guess as a dad to three girls, like once he found out, like, how do you deal with this? How do mm. you, you know, the path that, that your daughter is going down and there's nothing you can do to stop it. There's, there's nothing at that point, right? I mean, there was no talking he, didn't, he could do. He didn't know. He never knew? I don't knew? know how he didn't know. Well, like Dan but, said, he didn't want to know. But he didn't want to Because you're know. right. You're right. They are trained. You know, we are but, trained. I mean, yeah, and, and the stuff, I was a, a full-blown meth addict. I was up all hours. I was scary skinny. I was picking at my skin. I have scars on my body still from picking, from tweaking out. Um, I was misbehaving. I was gone all hours. I was lying about things. My eyes were dilated all the time. Like I look back and go, what is wrong with you people? There was something wrong with me clearly. And nobody really goes, what in the hell's going on with you? This boyfriend that you're talking about, is this the one that you talked about on the other, uh, the other show? I'm not going to use his name here. Because I don't, I, want to, I don't want to be responsible for people showing up at his house and beating the hell out of him. <laughs> I um, do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. She put him on blast on this other show. Like, I, she would have given an address if she had it. Wow. His uh, name is Eric Pettit, and he oh. lives in Colorado. Well, I guess we're, I, well, there we go. I guess we're going to do it. We ladies, we ladies, if you're listening, if you ever meet a man named Eric Pettit, E-R-I-K, and he seems charming and handsome and like such a sweet Christian, run for your life or kick him in the nuts. Either way. You met him in church. I met him in church. And so that's, like, that I would is, like you to do the math there, okay? I was attending church while I was a meth addict. That Raise is, your kids up in the way that, man, yeah. You know what? I, I mean, people that listen to this show know that me and Dan aren't the most religious people. Okay. I'm just not, I, my brain doesn't work that way. I've tried, I've tried to understand it. I am not an atheist. Right. I'm willing to believe that there is something bigger out there. Mm -hmm. I just, it, well, actually I was talking about one of your, uh, one of your reels. I was talking about today to uh, the kid who was in here before, um, where you were saying, look, you believe in karma. You believe yeah. in the universe. Just do me yeah. a favor for whatever the time a month. And instead insert the word God for universe, yeah. insert the word God for karma. And, yeah. and I thought of some more after that fate, people believe in fate, people believe in luck. So there's luck, fate, karma, manifesting the universe, yeah. all of these weird belief systems that are not tangible, not provable and not seen. And yet they would say, I totally believe in fate. It's like, no, and nobody's ever God's explained purpose? it. Nobody's ever explained it to me that way. And when I heard that real, because I do believe in karma. Yeah. I do believe that 
that, you know, the universe controls some things that, that, that happen to you. And I've never thought about it that way. And I'm not saying that, Hey, listen, I'm going to church on Sunday now, but (laughs) well, I'm just saying that you've opened my eyes to, well, I guess I do have faith. Right. I just don't have have faith faith in in things that are other than God. You have faith that things operate a certain way. You just give the wrong words credit for it. Correct. And think about I've had I've had friends who have said, hey, look, do you believe in aliens? And I say, of course, I believe in aliens. Statistically speaking, why wouldn't you? I mean, statistically (laughs) speaking, it's impossible that we're the only living creatures in space. Right. Right. Statistically speaking, I can at least put a tangible number and say, there's, there's no chance. There is no chance that we are the only living creatures in space. He says, well, if you believe in aliens, why don't you believe in God? Well, because I have a number, I can say that that numbers say you can't do that with God, but Mm -hmm. karma, no numbers for karma. And I believe in karma. There's no numbers for manifesting. Oh, I manifested it. I thought it into existence. No, that's called praying. You prayed for it. And the God of the universe heard your prayer and said, I love you. I want you to have what is good. And so therefore, there you go. Listen, karma, like I said, I do good. So God rewards me. I do bad. God punishes me. It says in the Bible that God disciplines us, not punishes, but disciplines us. I'm not saying I'm going to church on Sunday, but no, you should go to know that you touch somebody. Know that you're real made me think in a way that That I have not thought. That is all I could ever hope for. Now we were talking. Now you have to read my book. We were talking. I will. Dude, you're going to lose your mind when you read my book. I'll read it. I'll and read it. I'm down. Your heart. I'll read it. If you, if you promise me that you'll buy another book of a guest we just had on, if you promise okay. me you'll buy it and you'll read it, I'll read your book. Okay. All right. It's the longest Jake. It? All right. Common it's not sense. Alexis, is it? It's not no, leftist, not at all. <laughs> not at all. He's one of our I'll people. Buy, I won't buy their books. No, man. Listen, go you back. and shook on it. You can listen to our show. Uh, it was, okay. uh, what? Two shows ago. Um, Common sense for a dying nation. Okay. By Jonas Scholes. It's 74 pages. Yep. 74 pages. And it's patterned after common sense by Thomas Paine. And it is a blueprint to save this country. If you promise me, I'm telling you it is. And if you promise me, you'll read that. I'll read your book. Okay. You need to text me that. And I will. Okay. And then I will send you a screenshot of where I buy it. Okay. Fair enough. And then I'll send you a picture of me reading it. (laughs) Jeez. I will send you you a video the entire time I'm reading the book. (laughs) It'll be reading it out loud. <laughs> it'll be a three and a half hour video. We're, we're going to tell Jonah yeah. that she's going to do the audio version of his book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, hey, you don't. Yeah. We can get it on audible. Lindsey Graham's doing it for yeah. me. Oh, that's all. <laughs> well, you know what? And we're going to cut this out. We're going to have Mike cut that out. And we're going to put in there that you just said that. So now you're <laughs> oh stuck. Gosh. Nope. Now no, you're stuck. Yeah. We've got it under, we've got it on verbal contract. The last thing I want to say about this whole church thing, right? No, first off, I don't believe in organized religion, period. Okay, that's um, right. I believe that there may be a higher power. I definitely do not believe in organized religion. Organized religion has destroyed more lives and, and killed more people. And, and I just, I don't believe in it. Right. Um, but I did tell this kid who was here before, I want to go to a black Baptist church. I, oh yeah. Unbelievable. Have you ever been? No. Oh, fun. I, everybody says the same thing. You tell them that they're like, oh yeah. I'm like, have you been? Everybody's like, nah, we all, but you know what? Go. I will say this. I bet you it's only, I bet you it's fun to watch them, but I bet you it's more fun if you are a believer mm. because then you're actually 
feeling dancing it. and worshiping like to the Lord. Because like you're, you're feeling in the, it. You're in the spirit. It's and like, in you. it's, it, it's just, <sighs> woo, take a mirror. Jesus, you know? Yeah. Maybe. That, yeah. I don't know. That would, Maybe that's where God talks to people. I don't know. It, God talks to people. I'm telling everywhere. you. That's maybe right. that's where you just said you don't want to go to church, but if you'll go to that church, that's where you should well, go. Maybe that's, that's where maybe God's that's gonna find you. Right. Maybe that's God calling me, telling me, hey, look, yep. this is where I'm gonna talk to you. Yep. If you that's where me. if that's the only place to organize religion you're willing to go check out, he's like, Go, go, run. I'm telling you. I mean, we're gonna do a show from a from a Black Baptist church. We are. We're gonna oh, go live from there. That be? Oh, it's gonna so be great. Fun. It's gonna be great. We'll have to call ahead because they're going to think it's pretty sketchy when we walk in on a Sunday. <laughs> With cameras. <laughs> exactly. Two white dudes <laughs> down, down in Alabama at a strong black Baptist church. They're going to be like, not today, boys. Not today. <laughs> we're on the schedule, though. All right. So, listen. How, real quick, because we're running out of time here. Dude, we'll push this episode the another st- 20 minutes. The stick. Because we haven't gotten anything except the crazy COVID. <laughs> no religion. We're not even to the to the. I the just, I, you know what, yet. man? I mean, the, I man. said that 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 the, the whole addiction thing could have been a whole separate show. It's, it's I know it's, it's amazing. You're, it, you when you find out the 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 onion that I am and all the the layers, it's like you can't really do a podcast right on the whole thing. Like I've done podcasts when I defied Oregon. That's a whole podcast, right? Okay, right. well then that that happened, and then I wrote right. my book, and people started figuring out. Well, and that's, that that's I was this. I mean, I this, this, I started this. hearing about you. I'm like, look, this is just going to be a. We're going to throw everything against the wall. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what? And then when we when we have something we want to talk about, yeah, we'll have you back, and we'll just spend an hour talking about that thing. But Sounds you are, good. I mean, it, your story is just amazing. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, like I I want to talk, and I'm not going to talk about it now. I want to have you back to talk about this school board member, right? This Ooh, fight. Yeah. This is your fight. Yeah, that is the whole episode. It is. This is your yeah. fight right now. And I'm not even going to talk yeah. about it. But I, that. I'm, I'm waiting for you to go, we're going to give the Patriot Barbie one episode a month. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is, On Tuesdays, it's this, our regularly yeah, scheduled kind of stuff Patriot Jim Barbie. Does. This is the kind of stuff Jim does when he gets to this. I shouldn't even have said it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, and, and our, our normal disclaimer is, look, it's going to go one of two ways. You're either going to answer the phone when we call, or you're not from this point on. So Yeah, Sheriff Lamb still answers the phone. For yeah, us. he does. He does. He still answers the phone. I could call him right now, and I bet he would answer. I could call him right now. <laughs> see who answers first. Do you think? <gasps> that would be a good test to see if he clears you and answers me, or clears me and answers you. All right, let's, hold on. I'm going to call. Oh, gosh, let's please not, don't answer this call. We're not doing I that. do Put know that down. he's... Put it down. Okay, I do... I will say, I do know he's traveling today. He was flying out this morning. He's flying. So he may be at an event right now. (laughs) Sitting at an airport, minding his own business. And here we are. Just getting blown up by Patriots. Put it down. Should I call him? No, we got to finish the show up with her. No. Do you want to see who he's going to (laughs) answer? No. Yeah, I do. You can't call at the same time. No, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna wait. I don't want to lose this battle. So you're going to, you're going to call first and then I'll call him. You got to call second. All right. Well, you're calling first. But I need to. So, no. what am I going to talk to him about? Nothing. Just You're going to be like, sorry. Oh, just say, hey, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me call you right back. Just say, oh, hold on. I meant, I meant to call you, but let me call you right back. He does that to me all the time. Do it. <laughs> but then I thought you were going to see if he hung up on me to answer your call. No, I want to see if he clears you like he doesn't answer your call. Oh, I got you. But I then if he'll answer mine. All right, all right. <laughs> he might clear both of us. He might be speaking at an event. Okay, right here now. we go. He's, he's going to be the biggest waste you, of time he's ever. He's Show us the phone. He's going to hit the fuck you button. I know it. Here we go. I want to see evidence. I want to see the evidence. Show me. 
I hope he doesn't answer. Hey, Jim. What if I text Mark Lamb and said, don't answer Jim's call? <laughs> <laughs> what if I did? You've reached Mark Lamb. Oh! I'm not available at the moment. <laughs> okay. Please leave. My turn. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> my turn. He's right here on my recently called. Oh, they got business. They got to like finish up. <laughs> just gonna answer. He's like, "Why is everyone calling me?" Mark. Oh, Mark. This is not happening oh, right now. Should I, should I tell him or should I just hang up? Yeah, oh, tell him call him back. God dang it. Okay. <laughs> Jim, Jim Larkin and I were having a competition to see whose phone you, whose phone call you. Uh, God, damn. you know what? And I know he saw it. I know he saw it. Oh, he, God, he hit the uh, fuck you button. I told you about it. Oh, you should hear him. He's got all kinds of reasons. For oh, I hear him. I hear him. Oh God, my head hurts. He's sorry. Yeah, I bet he is. God. Specific. I wish I had a hundred bucks right now. Man. Okay, Mark, I'll call you tomorrow so we can finish talking about what we were talking about earlier. See, I told you they had business. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Bye. God dang it. I told you they had business. I didn't want to even get involved in that. I really thought I thought he was oh, I thought so glorious. God, I thought it was going to voicemail for sure. Hey Jim, you know what I want to say real quick? What rub it in. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> you know, I really tried to manifest that. I tried to say, I tried oh to, I tried to, I tried to get you to put the phone down oh, so we didn't lose. God, you man. did wrong because I prayed and God heard me and said, "I got you, boo." boo. Text his ass. You know what? I'm not sure that you didn't text him. Actually, yeah, you probably yeah. texted him, told him, "Don't answer I'll the show phone." You my text messages. Look at. Don't. Yeah. There's, there's no Mark Lamb there. <laughs> Damn, that was funny. <laughs> or did I delete it? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, oh man, I love winning. Whew, I made a really bad bet the other day on who an actor was, and I lost hard. And I was like, oh. What was the question? Feel good. There was a guy on the screen, and I swore it was um, Justin Thoreau, the guy that was married to Je Jennifer Aniston for like five minutes. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, no, that's him. And my cousin's like, that's not Justin Thoreau. And I was like, that is him. That is him. And I had had a couple Trulies. And, uh, oh, it was not him. So. How much did you lose? I lost, I lost 50 bucks. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I was at a casino once with a friend of mine, and he was drunk, and I wasn't. And he wanted to play rock, paper, scissors for 10 bucks a hand. Well, he was so drunk that he kept doing rock every time. And I figured that out. And I just started doing paper every single time. And I won like 120 oh. bucks from him. Oh, my God. Before he you're a terrible friend. Oh, he kept going, good old rock. Rock never loses. And I'm like, paper. 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 Yeah, I won like 120 bucks. That is amazing. Yeah, that's the best. And also pure evil. Well, whatever. 120 bucks, 120 bucks. Let's be honest. That's right. Ugh. Even if you're. All right. You know what? Wait, I was going to talk about the State of the Union right now, but we just don't have time. We got time. Let's keep it rolling. No, she's got to go. She's got stuff to do. She's got to call Mark Lamb back. I do have three. I do have three kids, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. They're all screaming right now. Jerk. <laughs> Um, God, this did, this just went everywhere. I mean, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about Oregon. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. Those um, are the best podcasts though. You realize, right. Where, where people are in their car goes. laughing with us. Cause oh, Mark Lamb didn't answer your call. Oh, and I know. I know, no, no, that's Dan's how we are jokes. Like these are the best. Ones. We always sit down with the best of intentions and this is how it goes every time. This is how it goes. The, every the time. scripted ones. People don't like those. No, they're boring. Let me tell people right now that from, you know, the notes that I have that I really didn't even get to 
use today because we're so <laughs> off the rails um, was your uh, root of of our health episode with Clayton Thomas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it was an important episode. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of the stuff that we know and we've always known about our gut health and uh-huh. how our environment, both um, in, in the air and the water and the food, is just is just terrible for us. And and when I first sat down for that episode, I thought he was just going to be selling product, and it was the exact opposite. That dude, he um, just he, does that count for anything? I at least got a text from him that says, sorry, I can't talk right now. No, you know what that is? When is when somebody calls, you can clear it with a, with a text message that says, I can't talk right now. All right, Boop. whatever. So you he, know what? You can't just... Sorry. Go ahead, Dan. God, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Jim can't handle this huge loss. So Clayton Thomas is the guy <laughs> who was on your Roots of Health episode. And uh, tequila drinker, uh, not really a... Uh, I was calling him Tequila Thomas, <laughs> writing down my notes because he did say he drinks, uh, he, he likes tequila because it's got, what, the aguave in it or something? Yes, 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 like the healthiest <laughs> liquor. Right, but he outlined it, and I think that people need to hear it, and I felt like, you know, I've listened to a couple of your episodes, and even with this one, you can hang with us, uh, jab for jab, joke for joke, uh, but when you and I were just along for the ride on that particular show, and and we were both sitting there going, dude, this is this is insane. And it was yeah. and and was, and, and, and was g- she on his show or was he on hers? He was on her show. Okay, but but good but good work uh, on you for finding that guy and giving him uh, thank you the the chance to say what he said because like I said, it's it's almost worth a re listen for me, and I don't ever do that. But. Well, I've got. I've got good news for you, and, and even more so, you're going to love this. The other doctor that's part of that company is coming on next Tuesday. So okay. a whole nother personality, a whole nother resource, a whole nother mind fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, she's coming on to talk about more about all of that and how the products were created and founded and all that. So. Yeah. Your War on Children episode 26 was was really good. Uh, one thing that I took away was right in the beginning when you you said that, you know, a lot of people come up to you and they and they want it, they want you to champion like problems that they have they're like why don't you talk about this and it's like and that happens to jim and i all all the time people you know they know we have these microphones and they're like why aren't you talking about this or maybe you should and i'm like bitch you should you build a platform and you be the voice or you find someone that has a voice in that specific area but this is this is what i get a little bit heated about this because i'm like that would be like taking one celebrity and I'm not definitely not saying I'm a celebrity, but taking one celebrity and saying, okay, we need you to speak up about this, 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 mm-hmm. you are the one voice. It's like, no, no, you can't put it all on one person. You cannot. And well, I have, I have friends in this movement and they're all doing all these different things. And, you know, they've asked me, we, we, let's do an episode. I'll do an episode on something. But, oh, will you come to this rally and will you do this? And I'm like, I got to choose my time wisely. And I have authority and experience in certain things. And I need to focus on those things or I'm going to spread too thin and then I'm not good for anybody. Well, and that's just it, right? I mean, when you got people that are coming up to you and asking you to take on a cause that you don't necessarily believe in, when you start right. taking on other people's causes, it, yep. it destroys your credibility, right? Yep, you stay exactly. true to who you are. And it, yes. look, I understand this is important to you. And if you want to come on and talk about it, we can have you on for an episode and you can talk about it. 
Absolutely. That, that I will give you a, not a my piece role. of my platform. Right. That's not but my role. I cannot role. give you. I cannot give you my whole platform. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I, and I wanted to, to use this opportunity to have you on to to uh, introduce you to our listeners. You know, we got linked up through Freedom Square. I can't mm-hmm. thank them guys enough for everything they've done yep. for us. Yeah, and I guess you're working with Freedom Square now, right? You're one of their ambassadors. Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm doing their media relations work. Yeah. Yep. And I'm super stoked Man, about it. And those guys, I, I, Mike and Chuck and Tom, those those yeah. guys, what they have done for us, we can never repay. Um, really? Like I said, That's I mean, amazing. they are... You know, and, and to them, it's no big deal. It is no big deal. And to us, it's everything. I mean, Mike, we're trying to pay Mike for doing yeah. all this editing for us. And he's like, ah, we'll get to it. Not worried about it. We'll get to it. Our numbers are going up now that we're handling our own distribution. And Mike is just kindness of his own heart, man, yeah. uh, took us yeah. on. And he's busy. Yeah, they're very, very generous. They are. And and they believe in us. And having having somebody like Freedom Square that believes in what we're doing and believes in the mission mm-hmm. is, I mean... You can't put a price on that. You no, can't put a price on it. And there's so, not very many people like that. Like no. there's a lot of people that are in it for themselves, in it for the buck, in it for the attention, um, sellouts, yeah. not practicing what they preach. We we it's, knew we knew thirty minutes in in, yeah. in to that place. We're like, oh oh, these are our people. Oh, they invited <laughs> us down there to talk to us just about you know what they do and maybe helping us mm-hmm. out a little bit. And before we knew it, they were buying us dinner, drinks. And got us a hotel room down there. Me and Dan are like, oh what the gosh. hell just happened here? Like, look at our own hotel so cool. I'm not a It's a bromance. Yeah, it was. Romance. Well, we first walk in there and Dan starts drinking. What did you drink? Their whiskey or <laughs> something? Like, they got some Patriot whiskey yeah. I found in the fridge. He just walks in there. Before we even <laughs> met him, he just walks right in. He's like, where's the whiskey, bitches? Walks to the fridge, starts drinking their stuff. I'm like, Dan, we don't even know these dudes yet. Oh, my God. They're just looking at him like, <laughs> who are these guys? You knew them. Yeah. So, hey, I was I was really glad to hear that you got on with them. Um and you know, but people, you want to act like I was the only one that drank their whiskey at eleven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, people people like hear that. us talking, and I think they think that there's something in it for us, right? That we're talking Freedom Square up, but we truly believe in their mission. I mean, what they are doing is they're doing the conservative work here. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, uh, we talk about it every episode, but man, FreedomSquare.com. You guys got to go and check them out. Download the app. Yep. And where can the we find was, you? Yeah, was a big one. Uh, they can find me at patriotbarbie.com. Everything is there. My podcast, my Instagram, my book, my merch. I've got the weirdest fun stuff coming out. Coffee, wine, makeup. It's like, Oh, I saw the makeup thing. Somebody was using your palette, your Patriot palette or what was it called? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The second amendment palette. Second amendment. That's what it was. Second amendment palette. Yep. Hmm. I got lip glosses. I got eyeshadows coming out. Yeah. Man, you got got a whole lot of irons in the fire there. I know. I, I'm, I'm like a little bit of an entrepreneur. I want to save America, but I always need little projects on the side. Hey. And this is just fun. I throw it up on my shop and I'm like, oh, where my lipstick? It's like everything I'm wearing is hey, purchasable on my store. No problem making money in this country. Nobody's uh, going to shame you for that. I want to stay an activist. If I want to stay in this fight, I have to make right. some kind of money. So, right. Well, and I'm going to check it out because I didn't know you sell men's, men's clothes. So Yeah, I do. We have men's gear. They're, they're very, so some of them are God-driven. Uh, most of them are patriotic and gun-driven. So... Mm. My husband is a big gun fan. Well, so are we. So yep. are we. We told you. I know. We're going to have you I out. Know. We're going to have, we're, we're going to yep. talk we're to Brian. Cut a car in half. Yeah, we're going to talk cut to Brian and see half. if Patriot Barbie can come out and cut a car in half for him. I will bring you guys so. cool gun shirts to wear while we cut the, cut the car in half. Yeah. And I'd like to do another episode and not talk about COVID and not talk about drugs, even though it, yeah. it, that puts you on the path that, that ultimately you ended up on mm-hmm. and you probably wouldn't change it for the world. But, um, man, I, I needed, I needed another upbeat episode. <laughs> I yeah. can't, I can't. No, for real. It's, it's, it's tough. 
Yeah. For real. So, hey, um, so we'll call you tomorrow. When we, when we yeah. Jim's going to call time. you. So go put those kids to bed. We'll call you in an hour and a half. And when we have Listen. Mark Lamb on and we both call you at the same uh, time, you better pick yeah, us up, okay? Exactly. You owe us one. You listen, while so you're on awesome. the phone with Mark Lamb, you got to hang up with him and answer my call. That's what's got to happen. So awesome. That is the only way that we can redeem this thing. Listen, Jim. Uh, what? Jim, what? When we go out to Chicago. shoot up oh. the vehicle, yeah. Okay. We're going to title that episode from cutting cars from cutting hair to cutting cars. Oh, oh my god, write that oh, down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Watch till the end. Does she die? D Y E or die? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Did she die. Right, like D Y, like dye your hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. you would no. have to dye Dan's hair then at that point because you're obviously not going to die in the episode. <laughs> so if the right. question is, does she die or does she die? You're going to have to dye Dan's hair. From then, from yes, from cutting end, hair to, to cutting dye, cars. Dye right? Dan's hair. Cutting Why hair. has it got to be Dan? Why can't it be you? Well, I got black I could hair. See that you could use a little color, right? I got a little gray. I got a little color. <laughs> I got a little. I know. I see it through the headphones. Can you make me it's look young It's distinguished. It's distinguished. Every one of these. I earned every single one of these with those three daughters of mine. You girls, man. I tell you what. God I, dang. I know. I know. Oh, all right. Let's get out of here. Let's let her go. But, you know, I we'd love to have you back. You guys back. are awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, let's do it again. This was fun. But next time, I promise, we'll have a little more structure to the show. <laughs> No, no, I don't. No, you I liar. don't. Want, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm totally lying. That. I'm totally lying. We're not. We're not going to have any structure. I'll uh, make you a deal. All right. I'll actually drink whiskey too. Wow. Well, uh, it's up to you. If you read my book. Although here's here's the thing. I don't believe you. Wow. I don't. I don't believe you. I think you're lying. I don't think you're really going to drink whiskey on there. So what we're going to do is when we see oh. you in Chicago or when you come out you're here, gonna make we're going to make sure whiskey. that you're drinking whiskey because listen, huh. I know. Apple juice looks like whiskey. <laughs> oh, you're faking Dan it. Dan keeps pointing. I keep Fake forgetting. I keep looking it. at Zoom instead of looking at the camera. But it's tough to keep him on track. It is. In life. ADHD. First of all, yeah. I can pour it from the bottle into a glass and like. Okay, you can fill the it. bottle up with apple juice. Wow. You think. I, yes. Yeah, because you text Mark Lamb right in front committed. of us. You texted Mark Lamb in front of us and lied about it. So, <laughs> right. You're a liar. Uh, All right, so you think you think you're going to force me to drink whiskey in Chicago? Force? No, no. I think no. you're going to get with us. You're going to start drinking wine, and it's then gonna you're going to be like, happen. you're going to be like, these guys are fun as fuck, and you're going to start drinking. Yep, you're going to start okay. drinking. All right, okay. And then you know what we're going to do? We're all going to get up karaoke, and we're going to be singing. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> Guess you're going to have to go to her socials if Let's you want to know girls. what that's about. Wow. Go to what? I said, I guess they're going to have to go to your socials if they want to know what that joke's about. That's right. If you want to know yep. what the claw is about, you got to go check it out. Hey, hey Lindsay. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm did, sorry. Did you hear there's a new divorce Barbie? It come, Hold on. Hold on. It, 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 <laughs> I always try to actually try to guess jokes. No. It, okay. It comes with all Ken's accessories. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's stupid. That's stupid. You know what your problem is? Your problem is you blew the entire wad on how did how did how, how did, did I know, know communism, communism was going to fail? Was doomed from the start. <laughs> or yeah, there, there's no you can you're never going to beat that. God, I'm so sorry about that. Does he get a joke book and then like cross off the ones he's used? I'm so sorry. I mean, I may use a joke I used before because apparently I only have one good one. <laughs> that was my communism joke. Well, when are you gonna? Oh, it's gonna say when are you gonna tell that one? No. <laughs> well. <laughs> 
Yeah. And if you'd she have done gets mean. It. You know what? That's why she can't drink wine with us. She gets mean when she drinks wine, dude. Uh-huh. You know what? Mostly water. Look at the whiskey. Where's your, gone. It's like where's your husband? Water. I want to talk to him about <laughs> how you act when you drink a bottle of wine. That's what I want to. Oh. I want to know the I'll truth. I'll tell you how I act when I drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> like a woman. Yeah. Let's yeah. go, girl. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I got to get out of here. What time is it? All right. You guys. Oh, it's only nine. Awesome. We're doing good. So we got another two hours. So, Lindsay, <laughs> why don't you tell us about. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Listen, I'm sorry this thing fell off the rails. Uh, we're not usually this bad. It no, usually I, goes this way, but we usually kind of try to stay on, on topic and no, we just got it. No, I, I appreciate these Ugh. random off the rails ones, actually. But, I really do. Yeah, Listen, keep up the good work on your podcast. Yeah. I, I dig Thank it. You. No, for real. Thank you. For real. Um, everybody got to know you now, at least here. So we have you That's back right. now. There's no no introduction needed. Perfect. Um, we can just jump right to it. Jump All right, right into so it. after the drug addiction, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so you were, you were smoking meth and then... You, I can't wait for you to read my book. You have to read it before I come back on because you're going to be like, hold on. How many pages is it? Chapter five. Um, I had it right here and then I, I gave my book away. So, uh, I don't know. Not, it's not that hard to read. You'll be fine. All right. Well, no, I'm just saying, I mean, because we're going to have you back on next week. So I need <laughs> to read it fast. We're, fast. Not, we're not, we're not, we're not. But, uh, well, it won't be done. You never know. And now I can tell you this, too. If we call you and you don't answer the phone, you're dead to us. Dude, I know. I've learned. I'm just saying. That- Mark yeah. Lamb, I'll never call him again. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> unless, we're, unless we're four glasses in. <laughs> exactly. Who did we call that night when I was drunk Why as shit? Why did you call me, Jonathan bro? Gillum. Oh, Jonathan Gillum. We called Jonathan <laughs> Gillum. We were drunk as shit, and he answered the phone. I we haven't tried to call him back since. That was probably a would me- not answer. No, oh, he's a night owl. He answered. Oh, no, yeah. he's. It was like one, uh, yeah, probably about one in the morning. Twelve? We were live. Yeah, but he's out. He's out west. So it was a Facebook live. <laughs> we're like, drunk as hell. And I'm like, you know what I'm doing? I'm calling Jonathan Gillum right now. Dan's like, don't call Jonathan don't, Gillum. Don't, 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 I dial the phone. Please don't, please don't. I dial the phone. He's like, hello. <laughs> well, away we went. What were we talking about that day? That was. Oh, it was Tulsi. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah, because he was anti-Tulsi. Like, and I'm I'm pro-Tulsi. I like yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. He t- yeah, he mm. talked you in a little bit. like Kind of like stay in your lane, Tulsi. Like you had your chance. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know, and you blew it. And yeah. He, you're, you're, that, le- that leopard's not going to shit. All over, he does not. He doesn't care for her. Interesting. At all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, well, some people yeah. are people are always worried about who's swapping over to the other side just to yep. be covert yeah. and yep, yep, you know yep. play both sides. And that's his that. thing. That's his thing. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast called Pod Bless America, you can go back a few episodes and we actually put that recording in one of the episodes. So you just got to oh, look it up in the show notes. Oh, we're not going to tell you which one it is. You're going to have to listen to every single episode. <laughs> okay. So. All right, we're going to go. We're going to let you go, man. Listen, okay. we appreciate you. Go. Yeah, Even we. If you don't let me go. I'm just going to start slowly. Back away. Exactly. We're like, hello. Hello. All right. Hey. By the time you're done, it'll look like, it'll just look like this. Hold on. <laughs> hello? Uh, oh, she ghosted you, bro. Dude, she, mom army. Hey. Oh, she's still there. Hey, hey. All right. No, I'm hanging up. I'm, uh, I'm done. Yeah, we're hanging I up. I to see if I could hear you be like, is she there? Is she coming back? Did she just leave? Well, we're looking at all your stickers. Mom army. We're hanging up on oh, you yeah. now. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to say we really appreciate you being here. And um, recording stopped. <laughs> Look at, she looks like her face up there. Oh, that was good. Right. Man, that was that was excessive. 
I really wanted to stay on point and be uh, super professional about this. And that is. Uh, Dude, she could be in here every week with us. Yeah. And throw, just throw comments got, and jabs. And that, that was good. You know what? I actually have to text her right now because I feel bad about hanging up on her. Should I or no? No. All right. You know what? Nice. Whatever. Kidding me? Establish your dominance. <laughs> It's your show or her show? Oh, shit. She's never coming back. Oh, all right. That was a good show, man. I, yeah. You know, it did. Yeah. It, it went completely off the rails, but she could she could hang with us step for step. Yeah, but I didn't do a lot of research on her uh, addiction and, you know, Dude, like I was just current that, shows. That what show I listened to now? was amazing. I yeah. mean, so we didn't get we didn't get as far into it. She did. She she one day just decided I'm done. Mm-hmm. No help, no relapse, no nothing. Went from a full-blown meth addiction to just saying, hey, look, this is not where I want my life going. It was crazy. <laughs> from cutting hair to cutting a car. That's that's <laughs> That was good. That's good. That's good. All right. So, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, man, I tell you, there at least there's one Lindsey Graham in the world I like. Jeez. So. <clears throat> Lindsey Graham in the world that'll return a phone call. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Should we call her right now? No. Let's call her right now and be like, no. welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. Today, we got a new guest. Christ. All right. It's part of 123. Let's go. Let's get out of here. You got anything, Daniel? No, I'm, I'm joked out. <coughs> oh, you got COVID now? <laughs> Shit, dude. I can't. You know what? I think my, my throat's dry because the bird, you put it way over there. Now we're on video. I can't get up to go get it. If this would have been a regular episode, you could have paused it, uh, got a shit. drink. Yeah, you messed that one up. Dang. All right. Um, we'll have him at it at the end. Yeah. All right. You got nothing? You're, you're all joked out? I'm all joked out, bud. God, you're a bitch. All right, listen, man. Well, am I going to be a bitch? Wherever you guys are listening, man, make sure you like and share, share, share. I don't even... Uh, we're we're going to do a reel coming up here soon. Uh, it'll probably already be done by the time you listen to this, but we are being shadow banned on Facebook. It is unbelievable how uh, people aren't even seeing our posts until three, four, five days later. If they even do, um, if they even do, but I then mean, I, I, you I put up I, a dog post and we had, it was unbelievable. Well, I run the page and then I don't know that you posted something yeah. until you don't you even get notifications. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's crazy. So if you're listening to this and you have not liked our page, just do me a favor and go there. If you already have liked our page, just check in once every day or so, two days. And just check in to see if we posted something new to keep the algorithm alive. Because right now, you're not getting the notifications. And unless you go and you physically go to that page, mm-hmm. you're not going to see anything, man. So right. just share us. <clears throat> share us with uh, uh, whoever you think might be like-minded and might want to listen to this podcast. We'd appreciate it. All right. Anything else? I say it. Cool. What? Oh, that's it. I thought you said say it. <laughs> Sega! Yeah.
jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves.